The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. I am Roscoe Tim Toscobble, a half-elf rogue, and I miss Grace terribly uh, when I have time to miss her between hiding and stabbing. This is Sir Colvick Darkseed, half-orc cleric, and I'm really wondering, whatever happened to Hot Carl? Melvin Hardmeat, High Elf, Wizard, son of Philip Demetri, son of Gillisir, Master <laughs> of the Free Company, Defender! Of his enormous manhood, a shining example of chivalry and champagne. Previously on the Very Good Adventuring Team. They're betting off a few people's nuts. How did they get access to the nuts? Oh, well. That's between the people and the fish. <laughs> <laughs> I feel exhausted and tired. Okay. So this is sort of like walking a marathon, having to travel through this. It's like Gross. I never stopped. And I'm hungry, though. Quietly staring off into the sunset, contemplating things to come, or some show like that. It's the Kraken! Oh. Do I have a place where I could erect a prismatic wall? Or a boob. I'm gonna yell. Got a boob over here. <laughs> get to the booba. Boob here. Get to the booba. Come get your booba. Come inside my boob. That legendary action is going to be the fling action. Oh no, who's getting flung? This time it is Beryl, the first mate. The Kraken takes a tentacle attack towards the boob. With a 32, it strikes the boob. And Melvin, I'm going to have you make 10d6 worth of flaming damage to the Kraken as its tentacle strikes down upon the prismatic wall's outer shell. All right. 10d6. All right, we're going to roll a buttload of dice. And the Kraken shall make a dexterity save. Oops, that's the wrong dice. Oof. That was a real shitty roll. As you can expect, three ones in that one, but uh, rolled for 31 damage. Coolio, 31 damage to Kevin the Kraken, who failed their save. And the tentacle recoils away from your boob. Uh, for the second attack, is going to simply use the already grasped hand, or tentacle rather, and fling Shingo. Shingo is going to fly northwest. Ends up not too far away from the captain over here. Kersploosh, out in the water. Three crew members now dangle in the water. And for the last attack... The tentacle strikes the side of the ship and gets a critical hit against the ship. That is going to be a grand total of 35 damage to the boat. Uh-oh. Fucking with our free boat. <laughs> <laughs> You're only a few crew members away from a free boat and this tentacle is getting in the way. Uh, so ends Kevin the Kraken's turn. How's the boat? Is it bloodied? The boat is not bloodied. The boat is, uh, the boat's doing okay. Hang in there, boat. <laughs> they Hang in there, the our new boat. As all of the people that are with you give you a funny look. Wait, that? Hang in there, bong's whale. Yeah, you did name it. I feel like, you know. Bong's whale that ends well. Hey! Captain Chibi on Captain Chibi's turn is going to make a strength check to try and climb Melvin's magical rope. Come on, Chibi. Oh, and that is a success. Yeah. Captain Chibi uh, is able to make it 
up onto the deck, but that's as far as they're going to be able to make it. They're not in the boob yet. Come on, Chibi. Get in the boob. Uh, Shingo, also rolling some strength, is able to get right up to the edge of the ship, but is not able to climb up. In fact, I'm going to put him over here by where the... Uh, I, I suspect that this boat, like so many others, would have those like rope ladders that go down the sides or that netting. Uh, so Shingo is making their way towards that netting. Ikuko is going to step outside of the boob and do a little bit of scimitar, scimitar, dagger. Do a little bit of scimitar, scimitar, dagger. Oh god. Whoa. All over the place Ayo. here. Yikes. Uh, that's an 11, a 7, and a 24. So the dagger is the only one that actually hits. That'll be four piercing damage against that tentacle. Uh, uh, Mimet is going to go next. Oh, and Ikuko uh, ran back into the boob. Mimet's going to do the same thing. Scimitar, scimitar, dagger. That is an 8, a 16, and a 23. Only the 23 hits. Apparently these folks are only good with their daggers. Six more damage to the Kraken. And then back into the protection of the boob. Talu does the same thing. Let's see what this fuck Talu! Ta-ta-talu! Uh, so that's going to be a scimitar at 13, or sorry, 12, which is a miss. Uh, critical miss. And a 24, which is a hit. It's the dagger every single time. Uh, a poor, pathetic little dagger. Uh, does a total of six damage, though. So, you know, got that going for him. And then back into the boob. Barrel is out in the water still. They're going to make a strength check. Uh, and with a... Actually, look and see what this is here. Sorry, with a, with a 16 is able to get close on up to the boat, but again, not enough to climb up. Makaiju. Where is Makaiju? Makaiju is right there. Stepping outside of the boob. 14 is a miss. 15 is a miss. And 10 is a miss. So Makaiju, I don't believe, has done a single point of damage this entire combat so far. But Kolvik... Back over to you. Oof, seeing everybody getting flung over the sides and all this crazy stuff happening around me. Yet I can think. Tentacles maybe flailing the, everywhere, maybe there's, crashing into the deck. Maybe there's a chance. Maybe there's a chance. So if I cast a spell, would it also affect this boob if it hits it? Uh, depends on the spell you're talking about, but yes. All right. So I need to get far enough away because I would like to do strain, uh, flame strike each creature in a 10 foot radius 40 foot high cylinder centered on the point of range must make a dexterity saving throw a creature takes a 4d6 fire damage and a 4d6 radiant damage on a failed save damn yep at 6th uh, or higher I mean you can scoot out of the boob or you know target well, a different spot so you yeah, don't I hit the boob yeah I think that's what uh, I'm going to do here and I can do it at a higher level, and it's a increase of 1d6 for each higher level. So I think I'm going to try to do this at an 8th level. Bananes. Bananes. A-A. Bananes. Uh, what's the save that needs to get made? Submit. A dexterity save. Mm-hmm. The and Kraken is not terribly dexterous. You might think so, but it's not. Uh, your DC is 18, and it only got a 17, so it's going to take the full damage. Yes. What do you got going on there? Oh, I think I accidentally clicked it on twice. That looks to me like a grand total of 36 damage. Okay. And there is, there's multiple tentacles running around, right? There are, but it doesn't mean you're going to hit it twice. I thought I would hit multiple tentacles. That's the reason why I did that. If it's in a sphere, if anything's slapping around there, I'd hit multiple tentacles. Uh, you're just hitting one creature, though. Wah, wah. Much like the time when it hit the boob and then recoiled, it would know not to go like in that spot well, again. I, thought, sort of I, thing. I figured like, everything was surrounding us, so I'd be able to flow this thing up so it hit everything in that little 
flailing circle. It's a super cool idea, but mechanically that's not how it works. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Are you the- no. 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 So I sorry. want the Kraken to so kill you guys. I know but- you do. Okay. Well, I'm happy about the thought. Piss off, Kraken. Piss off. Fucking tin ply, bud. Did you want to do anything else on your turn? Cry? Whine? Nope, just pout. Pout? Just pout in my boob. At the end of Kolvik's turn, the Kraken summons a lightning storm. <gasps> oh, no. So, I need each of you to make a dexterity saving throw. I'm going to make just one for the hey, whole crew. we have an advantage on that. Fucking A, you do? Yeah. Uh, regrettably, the crew fails. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we're all inside the boob, so... Uh, the boob does not protect you from lightning damage, though. Protects us from magic. Does it? Yeah. Where does it say that it protects you from magic? Oh, there's a layer in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> layer of the boob. Do, do, do. That's uh, towards the bottom here. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, Orange actually says magical ranged attacks can't pass. Well, it's not really a magical ranged attack, though. While this layer is in place, spells can't be cast through the wall. Uh, I'm not seeing a layer here that's going to prevent lightning from getting through. Hold on, I just saw it. I'm trying to find it. A lot of tippy-tapping going around here. Well, I figured I'd just Google it and see if I could find somebody else that maybe answered the question for me. Uh, it says, while this... Uh, which layer, though? While this layer is in place, spells can't be cast through the wall. Okay. How does that stop lightning from coming through it? I don't know. Is that not a spell? Uh, it's lightning created by a spell, but the spell isn't being cast through it. Uh, I mean... Okay. I mean, so I can cast spells while I'm inside the boop, then? Um, so you... So the only reason I would see it as it creates lightning in the sky and the sky is coming down naturally. So the orange layer says, while this layer is in place, ranged magical, or sorry, magical ranged attacks can't pass through the wall. But then layer down it says, there's another section that says, spells can't be cast through the wall. And that, we have to read indigo, maybe is the layer. It's one of the last layers. While the spell, while this layer is in place, spells can't be cast through the wall. Blah blah blah. My interpre- interpretation of spells can't be cast through the wall would be like you couldn't cast a spell inside the wall. Like, say, like you couldn't have Mage Hand appear outside of the wall. Hmm. Well, let's see if I can find a better way. So then, lightning wouldn't be a magical ranged attack, so I could cast something from within the boob then and it can still pass through like magic missile or something like i think it can because like the way that i'm thinking of the way that text is written is you can't like cast a spell here and have the effect happen here but if you cast a spell where you are and the effect like traveled like a ranged attack i think that would go through it seems really counterintuitive to a wall Wait, but a range. When did that counter the orange yeah. layer, though? So you're or saying they, lightning, or that? Yeah, sorry, that wouldn't, wouldn't even count as a ranged attack then, as a magical ranged attack. That's a magical ranged attack. <laughs> Certainly is. <laughs> Splash damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, since I can't find anything to counter it, I will side with the players. Uh, I'm going to keep looking that up and see if I can find a better explanation of it. Um, but for the time being, we'll say, since the lightning cannot pass through the prismatic wall, all three bolts are going to strike the ship. Oh, thank goodness for Captain Chibi and Shingo. Do uh, so the target is going to take... I don't want to say that attack us. Well, you'd think that, but that's yeah, not what's going to happen. So there's 19... 313 and uh, 11. Here we are at the top of round three with Melvin. 
Melvin, what would you like to do on your turn? That's a like, really good question. Glad Krakens aren't real. That would suck. I mean, I don't go on the ocean much, so I don't have to worry about a whole lot, but... Yeah, true enough. <laughs> I, you know, I think about it. <laughs> I do. It would be scary. Especially if, like, those are, like, horns or teeth and those tentacles. Mm-hmm. That's doubly scary. If they can, like, jump up and catch planes and shit like that. Horn syrup. <laughs> Horn syrup. Where the fuck did that come from? Letter Kenny. I don't, I don't remember, remember that the context, one. but they're ripping on words for jizz. And Derry says, horn syrup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That's the episode where they're watching porn in the bar. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> horn syrup. Daddy. Oh. Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> and the fucking squirrely Dan is just everything they watch. He's like, nope. Nope. nope I don't like nope. it. Nope. Weird. Weird. <laughs> so, yeah. Prismatic wall. Sailors. Two of them in the water. Uh, you did cast a magical rope out to Captain Chibi, which he managed to use to climb back up onto the boat. The boat itself has taken some damage. You don't know how much really yet. Uh, the Kraken has definitely taken some damage, uh, but is not to bloodied yet. Well, then? Well. 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 Um, I'm going to... I'm going to... Pop outside of the boob, and I'm going to cast Disintegrate Oh, on the Kraken. We haven't seen Disintegrate in a little while. That's a good one. It is a pretty nice spell. I'm going to cast that at a 7th level, and we're going to see what happens. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, is, that a, is that a saving throw? What is that? The creature targeted by this spell must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the target takes 10d6 plus 40. Let me get a dex save and throw. Kaboom. That is going to be a 12 from Kevin the Kraken. Kevin the Kraken is going to take the full 85 points of damage from Melvin's Disintegrate. Uh, Yeah, so you do a bunch of damage. Good job. Um, I would like to then re-enter the boob. And as a bonus action, I'd like to change the nature of the image that I currently have for the rope that Captain Chibi is currently, hopefully, clawing onto for dear life. (laughs) And I want to see if I can take the rope and wrap it around him and try to bring him back into the bubble. Get over here! (laughs) I can't do that. That... Which character was the scorpion? Did the get over here? Get over here! Get over here! I like how the spear like shoots through the person <laughs> and then brings him over and it, you take like three damage. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much damage I take when I get impaled. <laughs> well now. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Look here. All right. Uh, so you, I guess I don't even know what to do about that. Uh, why don't you give me, just give me like a spell casting roll, I guess. I mean, it's not really like dexterity or anything, so just give me a roll of d20 and add your spellcasting modifier to it. it. Let's see. Since you're doing it with your magic brain, doing it. Doing it and doing it well. That would be a 5 plus 11? 16? Yeah, that's good enough. You're able to suck Captain Chibi into the boob. Hey, Captain. Yarr! Captain Tits. Captain Tits? I don't know. Captain's in the tit. Oh, yeah. In the boob. Freely through the boob. Captain, how are you now? Good, how are you? Oh, you're the captain? Yarr, good, how are you? You you can play the captain if you want. (laughs) I mean, I usually get to play all the characters, but I'm definitely fine with sharing the role. Captain of the boob. Heidi hi. Heidi Boob. Captain of the Boob. Ring, ring. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that funny? (laughs) Okay, Melvin, anything else on your turn? Nope, that's it. All right, Roscoe, we move over to you. All right, time to step. 
gonna jump out. I'm gonna get to stabbing. Jumping on out, getting a stabbing. Can't you do anything else? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> you know, pick a thing and do it well. All right, so a 22 and a 12. Uh, the 22 is going to hit, the 12 is going to miss. Oh, no. Does that mean I can't do my sneak attack? Uh, you can do your sneak attack on the one that hit. Sweet. That's too many dice to count all at once. 27 more damage. Uh, I guess two. Five plus twenty-seven. Excellent. Damage is done. And I will jump back into the titty if I may. Please do. Five. The safety of the bosom. Yar, welcome to the bosom. <laughs> I definitely want Captain Chibi to be mostly pirate. Kevin the Kraken on Kevin the Kraken's turn. I just feel kind of bad. Like, I know we have people named Kevin that watch the show. Or listen to the show, rather. Not watch. If you're watching this show, <laughs> let us know what drugs you're on. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, I kind of feel bad when it's like, it's just got to be distracting. Like, you're driving to work or whatever, and we're just like, Kevin, 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 Kevin. <laughs> I always feel a little bad when I rag on Karens on my Facebook page. Because I know I'm friends with a couple of Karens. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Vaccinate your kids, Karen. <laughs> Do you know a Karen that doesn't vaccinate their kids? Public safety announcement from VGAD. Vaccinate your fucking kids. Fucking figure it out. Fucking figure, figure it out. out. Figure it out. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... Captain Chibi says, vaccinate your kids. Yar, vaccinate <laughs> your kids! <laughs> now that's a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> I get your MMR shot. <laughs> Captain Chibi get like up in a tentacle what from was, a frickin' va- Kraken. Yeah, what was Captain Chibi's favorite vaccine? The MMR. Oh, damn. There it is. Hot damn. Look at that. <laughs> well, anyway, let's get some Kraken attacking. Let's get Kraken on that Kraken attacking. Uh, that Kraken is going to. Uh oh is going to strike Shingo. Actually, let me see what's going to happen here. It's going to start with Shingo, boat, boat. Uh-oh. It's not good. No. Uh, so Shingo is going to get the first tentacle. Because we're on, we're on the boat. We're on a boat. Never thought I'd be on a boat. I have to figure that if a Kraken, Kraken actually hit a person, like Shingo in the water, I'm just hard. obliterate him. Mm-hmm. Like, and the Watchman, like what oh, Dr. Yeah. Manhattan does to people. Misted. Uh, well, with 21 damage, it came pretty close to misting Shingo. Uh, and then we're going to do two attacks on the boat itself. Oh, Shingo died? No, Shingo didn't die. Oh, Shingo's okay. close, but Shingo is not dead. Uh, that's going to be a hit on the boat, and that's going to be another hit on the boat. Uh, that is going to be a grand total of... 41 damage to the boat. Ooh. It's not good for the boat. No. Boats do not. Boats are not turn. happy about that. I'm going to a lifeboat and I'm rowing away. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Would a coward do this? Uh, and that is Kevin the Kraken's Kraken attack and Captain Chibi. Uh, Captain Chibi. You know, and I realized too that, like, I don't know if any of these pirates would even know what the hell the prismatic wall does, but... Well, let's just say they have an innate sense of what's going to happen here. Captain Chibi is going to step on out and do a little attacking on the Kraken. Fighting Krakens is whacking. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Terrible is right. Can we edit that out? (laughs) (laughs) Just edit out the bad jokes. (laughs) Nah, warts and all, man. Insert good joke. Edit it out, put it on physical tape, and then burn it. Okay, so Captain Chibi's got uh, two scimitar attacks and a dagger attack. And was able to get one hit with the scimitar and everything else fucking missed. So then, nine damage is all that's done to the Kraken. How's the Kraken looking, by the way? Sexy. Crack a lacking. Oh. Uh, it's not bloodied yet. Oh, that's not good. 
You know. I start macking on the cracking. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. Can we... <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we stop the cracking jokes? Or is he going to start smacking? <laughs> <laughs> We're really cracking down on those jokes. Ooh. Aww. Are you just jealous because you haven't come up with a good one yet? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> well, la- get cracking. Stop lacking. <laughs> <laughs> you be cracking lacking. Shingo is going to attempt to climb. <laughs> I see what you're doing over there. Gonna make the loudest mouth noises ever now. Um, Lip smacking. Um, 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 um. Shingo. Uh, Shingo. <laughs> Shingo on their turn is going to attempt to climb up the rope mesh on the side of the boat. Oh, is he gonna have the dagger in his mouth? Oh, yeah, for sure. It, he's got a dagger in a scabbard, but he takes it out and puts it in his mouth. <laughs> That's what you have to do. <laughs> That's the only way. Like, it, it's no more accessible there. It's quite a bit more dangerous, Shingo, but okay. Uh, Shingo attempts to climb and with a 12 is able to get onto the rope ladder, but is not able to make any progress up. Ikuko is going to do... Full name. Isn't it? I wonder if anybody's going to get where I where I got these names from. VGAT fans out there, if you can figure out where all of these names came from, you I've been let trying me to know. place it, but I can't. I don't... I think I'm, it's a little outside of this table's wheelhouse. They don't watch too much anime. I'm guessing it's from something like that. Maybe. It Sailor Moon. Nice guess. Is it because one of them is wearing a Sailor Moon outfit? No. As oh. one of them? Yep. Telu. Oh. Isn't that just a sailor outfit? I've never watched Sailor Moon. That's just like one. <laughs> Three animes that I know. I could have guessed Attack on Titan, but those don't look like Attack on Titan people. Oh, I think they're all wearing uh, two of them at least. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> dude, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Like, like, hey, it's a sailor, but they have like knee highs and a skirt. <laughs> like that's their sailor <laughs> you know I, i've never actually watched the show do they do any sailing like i've never seen any boats or images like i think sailor means something else in the show I, i've never seen it i've seen they a lot of people cosplay at it huh? they just go around to garage sales <laughs> <laughs> the best ones are during a full moon <laughs> <laughs> sailor that would be the weirdest show ever <laughs> But it's all anime and like, like it's super exciting and flashy and whatnot going Zoom on. Zooming on their face. Uh-huh. <laughs> VGAT fans, hello. How did this day greet you? Are you on your way to work? Are you laying in bed or perhaps leaning against a wall drinking coffee? Are you running or biking or getting ready to play bagpipes? Whatever is there for you, so too are we. I hope this day and this episode finds you well and happy. I have one piece of good news to share with you, and that is our next commission piece is nearly done. I've seen the initial sketches, and seriously, friends, I am pumped. I've wanted this particular drawing and artist for some time. I'm sorry you've all had to wait so long to see it, but it is nearly there. Have just a little bit more patience. Keep your eyes on Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, and of course, thevgat.com to see when that one pops up. If you happen to be in Minneapolis for the November 9th Galaxy Con, uh, in other words, that Saturday, send us a tweet or something. We'll be walking around for a good chunk of the day. Uh, and we'll probably have some pogs, probably not much else, but you know, at least some pogs. I believe I saw the promo code GALAXY10 is still available for a 10% discount if you're looking for a last-minute deal. In other VGAT news, we ranked up there in the Apple Podcast charts for Switzerland for a hot minute. We might even still be there. Friends, let me tell you, VGAT is probably never going to be the number one ranked show in really any category or really any country. And, you know, we've come to terms with that. We just don't do enough promotion, and that's fine. We're all fine here. Not enough people even know we exist, you know? So that's cool. But hey, it still tickles me now and again to see us get a ranking at all. Of course, if you'd like to help us in our meteoric rise to the middle, you can tell friends, family, game shop buddies, and all the rest of them about us. 
Ratings and reviews always help. Patreon helps us hire more artists, which is not only awesome, but it turns out is a pretty decent little cross-promotion opportunity. Anyway, all of this is really to say thank you to all of you folks in Switzerland who helped get us into the charts, if only for a moment. One final thing for this mid-roll, this episode will be released on November 3rd. Our very first episode was released on November 5th of 2017. But since we release on Sundays, we're going to call this our anniversary episode. It's just a regular old episode, we didn't pull out any stops for it or anything, but we hope you like it anyway. With all that said, let's get back into the action. Let's get back into Kraken. Kuko has three attacks... Uh, and that is going to be three hits. So let's roll up a bunch of D. Kaboom. Kablam. Kablawi. That is going to be a grand total of math. Failing me. 17 damage. Mimet. I don't actually know who any of these characters are in that show, by the way. I thought his name was Mimeti. Mimeti. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is, wow, a whole bunch of misses, including a critical failure for Mehmet. Ah. Yeah, just eyes closed, flailing away in the darkness. I mean, a uh, big old Kraken you've never seen before, I think it'd be pretty frightening. On the other hand, Telu gets one, two, three successful hits. For a grand total there of 17 damage. Barrel. Uno, dos, tres. Three hits again. Get them, boys. Roll out the barrel. For 17 damage. That's really weird that it just comes up 17 every time. I suppose it is 1d4. That's going to be a pretty consistent number. Makaiju. I suppose I have a bunch of d20s in here. I could just roll them all at once. Save us some time. That's three hits again. Oh, shit. That I got a wild one. one. Hey. Kaboom. Kablow. Kablammy. Oh, the 19 this time. Hey. Good job. And Kolvik, after a long round at sea, it is now finally back to your turn. All right. Well, seeing this thing crash down on the boat around me, I'm getting worried about our our vessel. And so yeah, you can see the boards are cracking a little bit. Or what? Our vessel? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, continue your turn, please. <laughs> so, I'm going to try to make myself a target outside of the boob and use symbol on my shield. Oh. Yes. And What's with symbol? Have you used that before? I have, and that's the one with a lot of cool attributes. You just have to choose which one you're going to place. And so this one is going to be triggered by calamari. Mm-hmm. So anything with tentacles or anything can trigger this glyph. And I was thinking of doing something like we did before with stun and maybe try to drown a calamari and just keep saying that. But I think instead I'm going to try one I've wanted to use but haven't yet. And it is... Crap. Sorry. Let me just put it on chat so I can find it. Alright. I'm going to need about a day to get through this. And it's going to be the um, I think it's called death, even. You get a 10d10 necrotic. Death. Each target must make a constitution saving throw, taking 10d10 necrotic damage. That's the one. Holy moly. There it is. Okay. All right. Constitution mm-hmm. from the Kraken. Mm-hmm. Constitution. Well, mm. he's pretty well, constituted. I have to, I have to, he has to hit me first. Oh, duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, um, that's why I'm stepping outside of the boob and going towards... I'm not sure if I'm doing the bow or... Yeah, this thing's kind of... I mean, that thing's a little bit of everywhere, so you don't have to go far to get into its range. Right. All right, so we're just going to stick kind of right in the middle of the ship outside of the boob. Cool. I was thought I thought about building... Uh, you know, you always see those people make those cool fucking D&D sets for different battle maps and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, how would I represent this one? And I was going to try and get like a ship 
like the deck mm-hmm. and then get a bunch of those miniature wacky waving inflatable arm guys and have those be the fucking tentacles flying everywhere. <laughs> Whoa. I was like, no, nah, I'll just end up knocking everything over. <laughs> yeah. Still be cool. Would have been fun though. Mm-hmm. DMs at home. If you're trying to make a crack in battle scene, I think those wacky waving inflatable arm guy, the miniatures are only like 20 bucks or something. So, yep, I'm just going to stay in the middle of the ship and put the shield above my head, and hopefully something comes down and lands on me, setting off this cliff and make it a boom. All right. Boom, bang. Kablawe. Must have been that bean I ate. (laughs) Melvin, it is back to your turn. All right, I'm going to see if I can rescue Shingo. Cool. Doesn't look like he's worth saving at this point, but... (laughs) We'll give it a shot. Knock. You're kind of worthless guy, <clears throat> but we'll try anyway. I'll uh, manipulate the image that I have currently, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll if we, see if we can shoot a rope over to Shingo. Don't let him cut it with a freaking shoot knife in ropes. his mouth. Shooting ropes. Shooting ropes Shooting at Shingo. Ropes at Shingo. <laughs> Hopefully I don't get him right in the face or anything. Ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, not in my hair. <laughs> uh, yeah, why don't you just give me a roll plus your spell casting modifier again just to... See how accurate you are. All right. That would be a 26. Excellent. You get your rope all over Shingo. He's just twined up in it. Oh, sorry. Sorry. And um, basically I can do that as a bonus action. So as my real action, I guess I'll cast Disintegrate again at the sixth level. Pew, pew. This time. And Wouldn't it be awesome if that's what the disintegrate spell sounded like? <laughs> like it's this horrifying, like ripping you apart at the atomic level spell. And pew, it's like, pew, pew, pew. We can make it sound like anything we want. That's true. It's true. Like a Star Wars laser blaster. Mm-hmm. Pew, pew. All right. Sounds like, but nothing affiliated with a Star Wars blaster. Uh, what is that again? That's a dexterity save, eh? Yes, it is. Dexterity save from Le Kraken with a 16 is a failure. Woo! Roll me up some damage. 62? 62. Excellent. And then you're going to move back into the boob? Yeah. I rolled four ones on that fucking roll. Wow. Aww. You! 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 Roscoe, it's up to you! All right. We're getting ridiculous. Let's now. see. Are you going I'm to going stab? I'm going to stab. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any goddamn magic. What do you want me to do? I don't know. Use your creativity. Stabbing is creative. <laughs> don't question his art. All right. Make it so. Make it so. Like, that was one of the funniest parts when uh, Tannis is like, this isn't like some stupid episode of Star Trek or whatever. And the guy was like, yeah, I wish it was. I wish it was so hard. <laughs> Affirmative. <laughs> Affirmative. Uh, 14 and 29. 14 and 29. The 14 is a miss. The 29 is a hit. Six. I don't know why uh, I thought you were going to go into the baseball thing there. Six plus 30. You... With your uncreative and boring stabbing, <laughs> finally got the Kraken to the bloodied point. I'm going to go back in the boob. The boob. <laughs> Is that how you feel? Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> we're all farting in the boob. <laughs> Just hot boxing it in there. Well, there is one of the layers of the boob that is destroyed by a strong wind. All right, now we get back into the Kraken. Uh, who's the Kraken going to attack? It's got a choice of the boat, Shingo, or Kolvik. So I'm going to roll a d12 to determine randomly where it lashes out for. Uh, Kolvik is going to be the first one. <laughs> the boat's going to be the second one. Oh no, Shingo. And the boat's going to be the third one. Shingo goes unscathed this round. Oh, he's barely hanging on, though. Yeah, he is. Uh, but the it's arms are off. <laughs> We're gonna... <laughs> good, thing he... good thing he has your hot rope all around him to save him. <laughs> yeah, I should have given him like some disadvantage on uh, defending covered in Melvin's ropes. That's got to be distracting. Uh, all right, so the very first tentacle attack against Kolvik. Kolvik with a 34. I think that's going to hit you. I will. 
Uh, do, do, do. Does the glyph not cloud, go off cloud. first? It would go off second here? Um, yeah, I don't remember how that works. Let's do the glyph first. Why not? I figured, I mean, if it's on top, it'd be hitting that glyph. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, let's uh, let's evaluate. Uh, let's do your 10d10. Uh, he has to roll for constitution. Oh, he'll fucking roll oh, constitution. Oh, he'll roll. Okay, I mean, I get to, yeah. Uh, uh, we'll do it at the same time. God oh, I got pubes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his constitution save is a 22. Oh, fuck. That's a good constitution. That's a good, yeah. Well, that was a pretty low roll, too. I know. He's got... A lot of pluses to constitution. <laughs> a lot mm -hmm. of pluses. So we'll probably do half of 53, because what's my constitution? Half of 53? Is that what you roll? Yeah. What uh, so that's going to be 26 damage from that gliggity glyph. Could that from spell that save DC? Mine would be 18, right? That's what that would be? Yeah, so you'd get yeah just your regular spell save DC. Yep. All right. So now we can go ahead and hit. Kevin the Kraken's constitution is enough to save him. From full damage, but instead takes half damage. And then, Kolvik, you're going to take a tentacle attack. And that's going to do 17 bludgeoning damage to you. <gasps> and then the boat is going to take 22 plus... Fuck. 21, so a total of 43 damage for the boat. And we sink and die. <laughs> invincible. <laughs> We're invincible, but maybe not the boat. Uh, the boat is... Uh, the boat's not doing great, but it's not doing terrible yet. Structurally sound still. Uh, so that is Kevin the Kraken's turn. What would you say the whole integrity is at? Not bloodied. Uh, do, do, do. All integrity is not bloated, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. Captain Chibi is going to make some attacks. Going to make Yar. three attacks, two with a scimitar and one with a dagger. Uh, that is going to be two misses and a hit. Come on, Captain Chibi, for fuck's sake. One of us turns, I just want him to take a hit off his pipe. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the hit on the Kraken Hit off his pipe Rips a fat cloud <laughs> <laughs> It's like a fucking vape cloud going Yeah we get it Captain Chibi You vape uh, Shingo On Shingo's turn They're going to attempt to climb up that Just has a whole bunch of Climb up that there. netting with, uh, Or climb up Melvin's rope Man with an 8 uh, He's not making any progress But he's pretty well roped up from Melvin So Who's not? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sweet summer child. Uh, Ikuko. That's going to be two scimitar hits and a dagger miss. That sounds like a, like a sailor shanty. Two scimitar hits and a dagger miss. <laughs> Can't wait to get to shore and see some tits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's going to be 11 damage. Really good. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but it happened quick. Mimet is going to make those same three rolls. That's one hit for six damage. This Kraken is getting all kinds of cut up. Tell you. Uh, is three misses. And Beryl, who I forgot before actually is in the water, is going to make an attempt to climb on up. Oh, cocked die. Uh, with an 18, Beryl is able to get over the side of the ship into the protective boob of Prismatic Wall. Makaiju is going to go next. That prismatic wall is kind of the only thing that's uh, keeping us afloat Whoop. to use this uh, ship charging layer. It's going to be... Oh, that, I'm going to fucking re-roll that. That got weird. That is two misses and a hit. God damn it. Uh, four. A mere four damage from Makaiju. And Kolvik, we're back to you. All right. Just going to hit this thing with my magical mace. Do it. For a 
Does a 28 hit? A 28 will hit. Alright. 4. 15 damage. 15 damage. I keep thinking of the next shanty. Glad that one was memorable. Alright, I highly encourage you to come up with another verse for it. Uh, anything else in your turn, Colvick? Yeah, I'm going to run into this boob. Get back in the boob. Back in the boob. Round five of Kraken Combat. Melvin, we are back to you. I'm going to... Uh, what do we got? What do we got on deck? Do we have some cannons on deck? What do we got for objects? What are we, what are we looking at? No cannons. Uh, there is a ballista or two, which is a, a giant crossbow that's boat mounted. You got a couple of lifeboats and then other miscellaneous supplies and sailing accoutrement. Hop out of the boob, and I'm gonna cast uh, animate objects. <laughs> Regular fucking Beauty and the Beast scene starting to play out on this deck. So, what are you gonna animate? Uh, whatever I can find. A couple of ballistas. The bigger objects, the better. Uh, okay. So choose up to ten non-magical objects. Medium counts as two, so Ballista, I think, would count as two. Large objects would count as four. I don't think there's anything big enough to be large. Um, blah, blah, blah. Blah, the numbers on the screen there. There is a fucking obscene amount of numbers. So these are medium. So they get 40 hit points and 13 AC. If the object lacks legs or other appendages, it can form a locomotion. It instead has a flying speed of 30 and can hover. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Um, okay, so you are going to get uh, Ballista number one, Ballista number two. You know, I don't know that I've ever heard that word said out loud. I wonder if I'm pronouncing it right. I always pronounce it as ballista. Yeah. In my head. Mm. I, don't, I don't know that I've ever said it out loud. Oh, I didn't notice this. I can cast this at a higher level. I'm going to cast this at the eighth level. Oh my god. You have another eighth level slot? Yep. I've not used that one at all. Okay, nay. Alright, so what does that get you? More shit? It gets me, if I cast a spell at a spell slot of six level or higher, you gain two additional objects for each level above the fifth. So that would be six. Well, it depends on the size of the object, maybe. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to count everything as medium, so that'll basically get you three more three more things. Yes. Uh, so that's a total of eight things. All right, so... <laughs> I just made a lot of work for the DM. <laughs> yeah, you did. Ballista. Ballista. Oh, I kind of like ballista more, but I'll go with the stupid normal pronunciation. It's French. All right, Melvin, we have animated two ballistas, four lifeboats, a rope pile, and a pile of crates. We're just picking random fucking shit on the deck here, so that's, <laughs> that's what you got going. And on the poop deck. Is there any lifeboats left with which to make our escape? Why, They're do, all, why do we need to escape? <laughs> They're all animated now. Do they, are any Good, of these that, flying? Um... <laughs> if they're not anchored, uh, I'm yeah. just kind of sitting there. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I exist? Existence is pain. Uh, I th well, I think. Uh, I don't know, man. What would? <laughs> would I, th I feel like the lifeboats would be flying. <laughs> the blisters would probably be anchored down, and they can just rotate in yeah. the 360. Yeah, let's, I mean, maybe they got, like, one big base they can kind of hop around on. The rope pile, I feel like that should animate itself into, like, a sort of person-y shape. Uh, same with the crates. The mm. crates should, like, come together into a sort of person-humanoid form, but large. Like, you know, it's, mm. it's a pretty big, uh, pretty big crate man. Crate woman. golem. Crate golem. So there you go. You've animated half of the ship's <laughs> crap. Cool. Um... <laughs> Just as a bonus action, I'll try to see if I can uh, rope in Shingo into the boob. All right, give me that same roll we've been doing. Shingo booper. Maybe 18. 18. Woo! You pull Shingo up into the boob. 
Hey, we're all in the boob. Yay. Everybody's in the boob, so you can all drown together. Drown together. So no, when can I control my guys? Like, where are they on my turn order or? Um, yeah, so let's take a moment here. Can you hit me there? During its next turn is what it says. Uh, why don't you roll a d20 for me? <laughs> it's a little trumpet there. Six. All right, and your dexterity bonus is plus three, right? Sounds right. All right, so we are going to add these guys into the turn order at spot number nine. Nine. All right, so Melvin's animated shit is in there right after Telu in the turn <laughs> order. Uh, so, so you can issue commands. <laughs> Yay. Imagine if you took, like, a poop on the deck and then animated it. You can have a little poop guy running around. <laughs> Look at me! <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Hanky. Well, Mr. Hanky. If you don't give him legs, then he can fly. <laughs> Ah! I'm a big animated flying turd. Can I give them all individual names? Uh, if you want to, sure. <laughs> uh, we have Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> of course we do. Is that what the ballista is named? <laughs> <laughs> and there, there's two boats. There's four boats. Oh my god! Uh, then we have Bodie McFloatface, and then Floating McBoatface. <laughs> <laughs> and then floating McFloat face. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I, I can't type this fast. <laughs> Bo Bodie McBoat face, Bodie McFloat face, yep. floating McBoat face, and then uh -huh. floating McFloat face. <laughs> <laughs> this was like 44 years ago. This is nice. Uh, okay. Bodie McBoat face, Bodie McFloat face. Floaty McBoat face and Floaty McFloat face. There's your there's your boats named. <laughs> uh, let me just do this and this and this and this. All right. So now you got two ballistas to name. Mm. Scorpion and Sub Zero. Ooh, that's really good. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Scorpion. Sub zero, Floating McBoat face, <laughs> and a rope pile. Um, hot rope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hot rope. Yeah, hot rope. The rope pile, <clears throat> and then a pile of crates. Uh, Jim, Cratesy. <laughs> there are some who call me Jim. <laughs> All right, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Bodie McBoatface, Bodie McFloatface, Floaty McBoatface, Floaty McFloatface, Hot Rope, and Jim. <laughs> <laughs> have entered uh, combat. Do they have personalities? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Melvin, you're going you're gonna to be the personality for all of them. You get to just... At least we'll die how we lived, ridiculously. Mm-hmm. And those folks are all going to get to go when it gets down to nine in the turn order. <laughs> uh, Melvin, is there anything else you'd like to do or animate on your turn? Nope, that's good. Feels like enough, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Roscoe, it is over to you. I... I... I don't just stab things. Oh? What? What? Uh, Step outside the bubble. I don't like where this is going. I'm going to shoot him with my bow. Ooh. 26. 26. 26 is a hit. <laughs> Why would you shoot it with your bow? 14. Plus. Mix it up. Mix it up. Yeah, you said I could only stab things. <laughs> <laughs> He'll show you with these bad rolls. 34. 34 plus 14. Hot damn. That's some good damage right there. The Kraken is still in the bloodied range. Kraken's a tough son of a bitch. Yeah. It really is. I'm going to hop back in the booby. Uh, at the end of Roscoe's turn, Kevin the Kraken is going to issue forth a lightning storm, magically creating three bolts of lightning. Oh, ah, no. ah, 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 ah. Uh, and these... Lightning bolts are going to come down on uh, on some of Melvin's new friends. 
Oh no. That's gonna be how do I make this damage happen? Anybody but Jim. Jim why? Oh! I should have named him Khan. <laughs> Khan. Well, that's a good crappy roll. It's only going to be 15 damage. Melvin, why don't you give me three... Actually, you know what? I'm not going to make you roll because it's DC 23, and these guys all have just a straight-up zero for a dexterity modifier, I think. Wait, let me double-check that. Uh, yeah, they got a plus one to their dexterity, so there's no way they can get 23. Uh, so, let's see here. Let's say I'm going to roll a, a D8. Uh oh no, Jim! Jim's the first one to get hit. Oh, oh no, Jim! No, Jim! Uh, Jim takes fifteen damage. Uh, Floaty McFloatface takes fifteen damage. Oh no! And Hot Rope Ooh. takes fifteen damage. They're all still alive, though. They're all still alive. Yeah, they got forty hit points. Nice. Not bad for Hot Rope. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad at all. <laughs> And then it becomes the Kraken's turn. The Kraken on their turn. thought it was his turn already. Uh, the Kraken has legendary actions that can be taken at the end of other things' turns. No, I don't like the sound of that. Uh, so, and now on its actual turn, is going to do... Lucky for you guys, I'm real forgetful and I haven't done it every time that I could. But now I remember, so I'll do it until I forget again. <laughs> Uh, we're going to take ourselves three tentacle attacks. Uh, do, do, do. And who are they going to be against? Let's see here. Me and Floaty McFloatface really have a good connection, so. Are you still outside? No, you went back in the boob. Yep. Uh, all right, so attack number one is going to go against Bodie McBoatface. Uh, they have a... Where is it? 13 for an AC. Uh, so this guy can't miss because they have a plus 14. That's going to be... That's going to be 21 damage for Bodie McBoatface. Bringing them down to bloodied. Attack number two is going to go against the boat itself. That'll be 16 damage for the boat. Should leave this boat alone, Kevin. And attack number three is going to go against Floaty McFloatface. Oh, God. For 18 damage. So Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and Bodie McFloatface are all unscathed. Everybody else has taken at least a little bit of damage. And that's not the grappling one, right? Um... Why'd you, why'd you even bring that up? I'm not going to keep track of the f grappling with this. It seems just kind of, it's just too much to keep track of. That's totally fine. Um, so they're just going to get damaged. And they're like, they're doing like a bludgeoning attack anyway. So, well, at least I assume, because Melvin didn't actually tell me what they're going to do. Did you want them to attack the Kraken? It, on, on their turn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when they attack, even if they're even if they're restrained, they'll still be able to do that attack, so... We're just going to hand wavy past that. They're not long for this world. No. When we're done, I'm just going to have them jump off the boat anyway. <laughs> the lifeboat dives over the side. Weech! <laughs> I'm not going to go to the place where the animated objects go. What's that called? Perryland? Yeah. I think, yeah. They all, they all start rowing for Perryland. Ballistas and everything would just like be on the ship and they're just swimming ashore. <laughs> I suppose they would float. Mm -hmm. It is over to Captain Chibi's turn. Captain Chibi is going to do... Episode 109, Anniversary Episode, Not Special, was released on November 3rd, 2019. Join us again in six months. Wait, no. 
Join us again next week when we return for more... Vegan. 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team. Oh, woof.